Welcome to the Blue Bay Insights podcast. Today I'm joined by Senior Portfolio Manager Tom Moulds and Senior Corporate Analyst Robert Lambert to discuss inflation with a special focus on energy and the utility sector. Tom, if you could start us off with a quick summary of the inflationary environment and how it's impacting fixed income investors. Thanks, Anna. Yeah, I mean, the current inflationary environment is definitely a concern for fixed income investors at the moment. As central banks start to withdraw monetary policy and increase interest rates, this is likely to lead to a period of negative absolute returns for fixed income investors as we leave the very low yield environment we've become accustomed to in recent years. Luckily, as active investors, we have a number of tools to protect fixed income strategies against this dynamic. Um, We're also looking at the impact of inflationary pressures on corporate margins, and this can lead to credit quality deterioration. But generally speaking, on the IG side, companies have been relatively resilient so far, but some sectors um, will likely feel this pressure grow. This could be particularly acute in parts of the industrial sector, for example, uh, where supply chain pressures um, have been particularly acute. Robert, your specialist focus is utilities. Could you give us an overview of how inflation is impacting the sector? Certainly. Um, yeah, the intermittent nature and low supply of renewable power uh, this year has, um, you know, coupled with the low average winds that we've seen uh, and low Sundays has, has made uh, fossil fuel derived energy more attractive. And to be perfectly frank, it's made it a necessity given the need for baseload power. I think this in turn has driven gas and coal prices up and with natural gas prices up some 300% this year. So that dynamic is feeding through into higher energy prices for consumers, and that's necessitating government intervention to cap the impact. Um, I mean, the impact on utility sectors is varied. Uh, Power generation utilities are typically well hedged for their forward exposure. There's also some upside potential for those with nuclear capabilities as they should benefit from higher prices. Um, Utilities have also seen capex inflation, notably in renewables developments, where you've seen rising material and logistics costs, which has mainly been sort of steel and copper. But a lot of these costs are hedged when they sign the contracts. So the inflation risk is more related to the growth pipeline, uh, where you see lower uh, lower future returns. And which subsectors are seeing the most or least pricing pressures? Yeah, although European utilities are directly involved in the production, distribution and supply of power, they're much less exposed to high energy prices than than many people might expect. I think these companies have spent more than a decade reducing their commodity exposure. The typical integrated European utility company now comprises of two sections. The first is regulated networks, which usually inflation linked revenues and and no price or, or volume risk. The second is renewable power generation, which is semi-regulated uh, with limited price or volume risk. Thermal power generation is a relatively small part of most integrated utilities portfolios, and it's getting smaller for those utilities that are still net long electricity generation. By this, I mean they generate more power than they need to to meet their own customer supply obligations. That's a positive, as it should feed through to profitability for their unhedged output. Most are almost fully hedged for the rest of 2021. So it's more of a benefit to be realized next year. And, and to be quite honest, probably more so in 2023. Are we likely to see any beneficiaries of rising inflation and high energy prices? I think as long as there are no large unexpected generation outages, uh, then those names with nuclear power generation capabilities are among the likely beneficiaries as they're not impacted by high gas or CO2 costs. 
The other important thing to consider is that when residential bills go up, politicians will eventually step in. So most of the price increases during the past decade were due to the politically acceptable subsidies granted to renewables. But it's now the electricity and gas components of consumers' bills that are rising, so governments will need to try to find ways to mitigate that increase. Caps will limit price increases in regulated markets for most of the winter. And if prices do not come down dramatically next spring, then I think governments will need to find creative solutions to, to avoid big price rises. And you're already seeing that in Spain where they've, they've introduced caps. Alongside inflationary pressures, have ESG considerations had any pricing impacts across the utilities sector? Certainly, almost all utility companies are chasing the same renewable assets as they look to accelerate their decarbonisation plans. That's caused price inflation across the renewable supply chain, and it's also lowered hurdle rates for renewable projects. At a funding level, I think the more pro-ESG utilities can command cheaper access to financing as they qualify for green bonds uh, and a wider pool of funds, and, and they also face fewer restrictions. The flip side is that weaker ESG utilities are, are finding funding far more challenging and are having to explore transition finance. When do you expect inflation to subside within utilities? I think we'd likely need to get through to next spring before we see commodity prices come down, uh, although much will depend on how cold the European winter is. Natural gas stocks are very low, and if we have a cold winter, I think prices will remain elevated through to next summer. Supply chain inflation may take longer to work through, given the post-COVID demand recovery is outpacing supply. And then you couple that with the shipping issues and the deglobalization trend that COVID triggered. Let's close on a positioning point. Tom, how are the dynamics within the utility sector influencing your current portfolio positioning? We generally have a constructive view on the utility sector. Uh, and as you've heard from Rob, there are a number of tailwinds for the sector. Broadly speaking, issuers um, are very resilient to inflationary pressures. They're resilient to shocks such as COVID. And we also really like the fact that a number of European players are pioneering the build out of renewable energy uh, and are pushing the energy transition that we so badly need. This in turn is attracting investment and providing potentially interesting opportunities to generate alpha in these sorts of issuers. Tom, Rob, thanks very much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you, Anna. Thanks very much, Anna. This podcast is issued by Blue Bay or one of its entities. Please check the entire Blue Bay disclaimer at the following website, www.bluebay.com forward slash podcast disclaimer. This podcast is provided for informational purposes only. It is not intended, nor should it be intended as investment, tax or legal advice. This podcast does not constitute an offer to sell, nor is it a solicitation of an offer to purchase any security or investment product in any jurisdiction. This podcast is not available for distribution in any jurisdiction where such distribution would be prohibited and is not aimed at such persons in those jurisdictions. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Blue Bay makes no express or implied warranties or representations with respect to the information contained in this podcast and hereby expressly disclaim all warranties of accuracy, completeness or fitness for a particular purpose. Blue Bay is under no obligation to update the information in the podcast to reflect changes after the publication date. The information contained in this podcast is believed to be reliable, but Blue Bay cannot and does not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness or completeness. The document is intended only for professional clients and eligible counterparties as defined by the Markets and Financial Instruments Directive or in the US by accredited investors as defined by the Securities Act of 1933 or qualified purchases as defined in the Investment Company Act of 1940 as applicable and should not be relied upon by any other category of consumer. No part of this document may be reproduced, redistributed or passed on directly or indirectly to any other person, published in whole or in part for any purpose in any manner without the prior written permission of Blue Bay or one of its entities. Copyright 2021.